Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back, listeners, to Unity FM 93.5 and 105.1. If you're listening um, not to Unity FM at the moment, thank you for tuning in. This is Parenting Hour. My name is Kathleen, and I'm here this evening talking about tests, difficulties, loss. And before the break, uh, we had Sheikh Saeed, mashallah, explaining a lot of this to us. And he went through the five stages of loss and we had to um, cut them a little bit short at the last stage but I think now we we could go revisit all of these stages for everybody in case there's something new that has only just tuned in now welcome listeners if you've only just tuned in now and we if you're okay um, brother Said, we can go back and talk a little bit more detail about each one of those stages indeed the denial the anger the bargaining the depression and the acceptance that you've mentioned and um, maybe relate them more to us as we go through this as to our faith how we can accommodate and acknowledge and understand and what should we be doing as part of our faith in each one if that's okay with you inshallah 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 jazakallah khair so we said subhanallah so grief is one of the intense emotions that we go through as human beings and it's a fact of life that all of us will experience one loss in one way or another throughout our lives nobody can go through life without experiencing loss. And loss is a universal uh, human, is a universal law in the universe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. The experience we have as human beings are different because we are all unique individuals and we, we, we experience it in our own way. However, psychologists and others have tried to develop and researchers to develop a framework that we can understand human reactions and human emotions through this framework. And we said that Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross talked about the five stages of grief and loss. And we mentioned briefly that one of the first ones that she mentioned is the stage of denial. SubhanAllah, when, you, when you're going through life and everything is going well, and suddenly it's almost like you're driving on a long road and you're driving and then someone comes out of nowhere or you spot something in front of you out of nowhere, and then that gives you that jolt. It shakes you, it makes you kind of more alert, it makes you scared because you think, where did that come from? So some, something similar we go through grief is almost like we think, I can't believe that this is happening. So, and then we, we, we go through stages, uh, various stages, and these stages are not linear. It doesn't mean that we, if we experience denial that we're going to experience anger afterwards, we can experience different emotions at different times. So that's very important to note mm-hmm. that emotions, yes, as you know, Sister Kathleen, you, you know, human beings kind of experience even multiple of emotions at the same time, because mashallah, you, you, you're a counselor and you work, you know, you work on, with people and mm-hmm. in terms of how they, with, how they deal with their emotions. So you, this is very important is how we understand our emotions and then is how we regulate them. Very important. And, and because if we regulate them in the right way, then we can help ourselves and help others. And also we can do the things that Allah wants us to do during that difficult time. So when she talks about the first one, so the anger is the, the, uh, the denial. We as Muslims, we might have the feeling of denial as something happened. But then we understand what does Allah want from me? How do I know the right way to respond? And then you think, well, death and loss is part of life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةَ 
he's, indeed, he's the one who created life and death to test you, to see the best amongst you in terms of deeds and action. So we say, as we said earlier, we mentioned the example of the Prophet He said he felt that sadness. So name the emotion, identify it, and say, what is this feeling? And then respond to it in the right way. So the Prophet recognized that this was sadness and his eyes become tearful with tears and his heart become sad. Then he said, to Allah we belong, inna lillahi wa inna rajiun. To Allah we belong unto him, we will return. Oh Ibrahim, we are saddened by your departure. He felt that, sallallahu because that's the mercy that Allah has placed in our hearts. Because we love the people who we lose, we love the things that we've been used to, we might love the the, the, you know, the, our relationships that we, we, we mourn them, you know, when, when a marriage breaks up or when we have, you know, uh, a disconnect with a relative or someone who we care for, then we're going to have these sad feelings. Mm-hmm. So it's how we regulate that, that, that emotion of denial. Because that's an initial, initial reaction to the calamity or to the difficulty or to the loss. So bring back, bring ourselves to our reality and regulate ourselves and our emotion and grant ourselves in the knowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with us and whatever he, will, he takes, it belongs to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this life is a life of transition. So that's the first stage. Any comments, Sister Kathleen, on that or anything? MashaAllah, I was just listening there to you about um, regulating that emotion that we have. It, it's, it's not easy to, to do that because, uh, you know, it's, it's, you're there, you're in shock, you're, mm, and, mm. and I have a picture in front of me of a pale person that you know mm. is kind of uh, trying to come to terms with with this. What's going on? Is is this mm. real or not? Maybe it's a dream. Maybe uh, mm. I wake yeah, up and everything yeah. will be okay. Yeah. And it's yeah, just so yeah. hard to kind of uh, yeah, understand yeah. that and unpick it yeah. really to find yeah. emotions. Yeah. yeah, and it's important that we, when we have those feelings, we sit with the feeling, mm. and we sometimes you know sit in still maybe just for a moment and just reflect in a little. And it's hard at that time because the, the, the moment when you are hit with the, that news, that's when the test is affecting you at the most intense, or at its most intense. And then the Prophet ﷺ said, Patience is needed at the first hit by the, when you are first hit by the calamity. When the calamity, you know, when, when we experience trauma, we experience difficulty. The, the, the best reward a person gets is when they are patient at that initial moment. Mm. And they connect with Allah and they say, Ya Allah, Ya Allah. You know, they will remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they will ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help. They will ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, to make it easy. And they will use the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will say, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim, Ya Latif. All these, you know, names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that can help us at that point in time. So there's that connection. So we don't feel you know that our drug is being pulled from underneath our feet and we feel uncertain, we feel that we got nothing to hold on to. But then we remember and we quickly and we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we hold on to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to his rope and we hold on to by connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remembering what how does the Quran talk about these tests, how does the example of the Prophet وسلم, how did the Prophet وسلم, dealt with difficulties when he went through hardship? And whatever difficulty we are going through now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always promised us that yusra, with difficulty, there will be ease. Indeed, with difficulty, will come after the difficulty, there will be ease, inshallah. 
So that, that's that's Michelle, a yes. wonderful reminder for us that there will be ease with this difficulty will come ease. Uh, that that's such a wonderful blessing, Michelle, and a wonderful reminder for us to have to have in our homes to actually maybe even write it out and put it in front of us. Yeah, remember yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, um, whatever difficulty we're going through, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is a temporary because this life is a temporary life and also everything there's no permanency so if you imagine a life imam shafi'i rahimahullah said in one of his poems he said, he said no sadness will be forever and likewise no joy will be forever mm. and no poverty will be forever and no richness will be forever you know these things are they, they, they go through transitions and they kind of evolve over the time because this life is the life of being tested so there's no sense of permanency because life is not permanent itself. So whatever we experience is not going to be permanent. So this difficulty, inshallah, and this hardship that we are going through will pass. Well, the test is, had we, when we look back on this test, then do we say, Alhamdulillah, I did, you know, Allah made me do well, or Allah guided me to do the best I could in this difficulty. And alhamdulillah, inshallah, Allah will reward me because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Those who are patient will be rewarded abundantly. So imagine over this difficulty, even this lockdown, for example, there's a hadith, authentic hadith of the Prophet when Sayyidah Aisha asked about the plague and he said, it, is, it can be a mercy, it is a mercy for the person who stays in his or her house or land and they seek the reward of Allah and they demonstrate patient, patience and they know with certainty that whatever will afflict them will be from Allah. The Prophet ﷺ said, those will have the reward of the shuhada. So imagine, subhanAllah, even those who are locked down, if they show this intention and this patience, they will have the reward of the shuhada, even if they are in their houses just waiting you know, for this, inshallah, to pass. MashaAllah, that's uh, really encouraging, isn't it? To keep people staying at home and, and not wanting to break the, the curfew or going into the curfew, but the isolation like this, that, that knowing that that reward will be there, MashaAllah. Yes, so, so is, and also then is how do we, we, we spoke briefly about some of the stages and then we'll, how do we understand, so we said one of the tools that we can use to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is through dua. So there's a beautiful, there's so many du'a that we can do every day. You know, the Prophet ﷺ said, you know, in one of the du'a, Allahumma inni a'udhu bukam min al-hammi wal-hazan, Allah seek refuge in you from anxiety and sadness. Wa min al-ajzi wal-kasal, and from weakness and laziness. Wa min al-jubni wal-bukhl, and from cowardice and miserliness. Wa min ghalabat al-dayn, and to be overwhelmed by death, or to be overwhelmed by the oppression of men. So subhanAllah, when we know that whatever we're going through, we also can have an active sabr. So active sabr means that we put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And at the same time, we do, we do what is in our capacity. We look after ourselves. So for example, when people are in this current lockdown, uh, if they have people in hospital, they can make dua for them. They can give sadaqah in their name, inshallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah, the Prophet said, you know, heal your sick with, 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 with charity. They can do so many things. For them personally, maybe what, before we end, inshallah, we can maybe talk about practical steps. 
So we already said about the dua is one of the things with salah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَاسْتَعِينُوا بِالصَّبْرِ So show patience. Use your salah. So salah is the connection that we have with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whenever the Prophet ﷺ used to feel anxiety or used to feel, you know, there were difficult times, he will say to Bilal, Arifna bihaya Bilal, oh Bilal, call to the prayer and make us rest in the prayer. Because the prayer is that connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is that connection that we have, we seek solitude, we seek strength in our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. So it always, all the messages are bringing us back to Allah indeed and having that patience. So that's a way to prepare ourselves if we're not going through difficulties ourselves personally with a family member ill. But of course we're going through the isolation difficulties, but we're not going through the, maybe the other difficulties. We could prepare ourselves and keep doing du'a as you mentioned, keep doing prayer, inshallah, and saying prayer and, and uh, asking Allah to, to give us this patience to uh, help us if we are going through further tests, inshallah. So it's a way of preparing us as well for that. Uh, so when or if, and inshallah won't happen to anybody or any of our listeners or anybody listening in this evening, inshallah may Allah give us all good help. But it's a, a preparation tool for us there as, as well as a journey tool. I'm trying to, trying to split it there, you know, that it's something we can prepare for. So it's like packing the bag for the journey, but also we use it on the journey. Yes. Yeah. So, so it is. It is. I mean, the, on this journey that we we go through, it is grief, is, and 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 it is a journey, uh, as you said, Stikati, that we go. So we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to protect us. When we, Prophet said in a hadith, he said, you know, we don't ask Allah for death or dying because we said, Allah Alafiya, ask for Afia. So we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to give us the Afia and to protect us all. But then, when these things happen, we don't have a choice in the matter. So how do we? accept those? How do we use the tools that Allah has given us to, to go through the test? So we, earlier we said about acceptance and acceptance is almost you accept the reality and you accept that way you're going to respond in a positive way and then you help yourself through connection. So we said through connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, using the prayer, using dua, using reading, reading the Quran, then connection with others. So even now we might be socially isolated in terms of obviously all of us have to stay at home and that's the right thing to do but then it doesn't stop us from re reaching out to one another you know subhanallah we, we're so much blessed that we have technology for example you know today we're doing the this program you know uh, from different places mm -hmm. and that's an example of the blessing of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we can't just say because life doesn't can't function in the way it used to be you know in early march or in february but there's still there are so many other means that we can do and reach out to one another. So sometimes how many times we talk to one another on the phone or we might ask those people who we haven't spoken to for a long time and we ask for their forgiveness and ask to mend the relationships that we have with one another and see this as an opportunity to fix what has been broken and to mend what has been and to heal what has been sick or what has been you know, uh, contaminated with, 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 with anger, with uh, resentment, with jealousy, with, with, with the uh, kind of, you know, breakdown of relationships. So that's, that's really important. And number three, I think is really important that when we experience this grief and difficulty is talking after acknowledging our feelings and, and recognizing them is we talk to people, we ask, subhanAllah, there's so many things now available for people to build their strength, you know, 
practically, emotionally, spiritually. So we said, you know, connect them with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, read in the Quran, making dua, prayer. But also, even if you pick, pick up the phone and reach out to a helpline, for example, if you're struggling alone. Mm-hmm. So there's no shame in that. You know, there's, you should not feel that you are a weak Muslim or have weak iman if you ask for help. No. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to ask for help. He said the most beloved to Allah is the one who is most useful to people, to human beings. It's because at times of difficulty, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, if you alleviate the suffering of your brother or sister in this dunya, one hardship, Allah will alleviate your hardship on the day of judgment. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts so much great emphasis on the Prophet that at times of difficulty, we reach out to one another. And one of the things, Sister Kathleen, that we can reach out to one another also is not to be consumed just by our own suffering, our own pain, but also to feel the pain of others and to reach out to them. And that will help us as well to heal. And the Prophet described beautifully in the hadith that the example of the believers, they lack one body. With one, when one part of the body aches with pain, the rest of the body feels that pain. So we should be doing that with our neighbors, with our you know, brothers and sisters, the people in our society, regardless of their faith, regardless of their background, as human beings, we should reach out to them and help them. And then whatever our problem is, will be eased because we can see that we're not struggling alone. There are other people struggling at the same time. So if you're feeling frustration, difficulty, doing this self-isolation, you're not the only one who's feeling it. But also imagine the blessings of Allah that you have. You know, you have hot water, you have uh, heat, you have comfort, you have the food you need. Imagine those people who don't even have the opportunity to wash their hands with warm water and soap. Imagine those people who don't, you know, people might be hoarding toilet paper. There's so many people in the world that even have, they don't have food to eat. So they're not worrying about toilet paper, they're worrying about dying from hunger. They're worrying about dying from disease and they have nobody to help them medically. They're worrying about shelter, they have nowhere to go. They will just even imagine how many people, refugees around the world, that are, they don't even have places where they can, they don't even have a roof to shelter under. So, subhanAllah, so part of that kind of, acceptance is to realize the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not just to focus on the problem but try and make yourself as part of the solution and be a positive Muslim that can help themselves so you recognize the, your emotions and your feelings and you think subhanAllah I, I feel pain because we do we're human beings we're not machines we feel this pain but then it's how do we use that to take us to the next level inshallah and to make us productive in the way that Allah will be pleased with us inshallah MashaAllah, you really uh, identify and make that sound so nice that we and remind us of other people that are in difficulties much more than us. Because when we're Mm. often like this in isolation and going through a difficult Mm. period, we Mm. feel we're the only ones going Mm. through this and nobody Mm. understands, nobody Mm. understands what has happened. But how you've explained that, there's so many people that are in much more difficult situations than what we are. Um, mm. And as you say, don't have food over, to eat, don't have a mm. roof over their head. And mm. um, it is Allah's mercy that's keeping them mm. patient mm. and mm. dealing with the, the tests and trials that they're going through. Alhamdulillah, mm. alhamdulillah for, for that. Mm. It's often, we forget that often in our 
Yeah, you know, yeah, like we, we live here, and you know, it's, it's that we we often forget that we forget the yeah, yeah, we do because we could become focused just on our own problem. And when you're going through a difficulty, you become so tunnel visioned, you only focus on your problem. Mm -hmm. And often, when you focus on that problem, you, you miss out so many things. Also, you miss out even the learning that you can have from the trial and tribulation, or the, the wisdom behind it, or the benefits that you can benefit. You know, not everything, everything happens for a reason. And one of the beautiful hadith of Prophet said, you know, in matters of dunya, do not look to those who are above you, or look to the, those who are beneath you. In matters of deen, you look to those who are above you because you want to be like them, you want to strive to be as good as them, or better than them. Mm -hmm. Matters of the dunya, you look to those who are beneath you because that will help you to get a sense of perspective. Yeah. And one of the things that uh, Sister Kathleen Bartov that will help us to go through this difficulty and trial that we're going through in terms of this lockdown and social, social isolation and the anxiety and the fear that people have. As I will mention maybe just briefly three things quickly before we finish, inshallah. Yeah, we, ha we have a few minutes left. We have about five minutes left or so. Okay, okay. Do that inshallah. Much inshallah. So I'll try and be brief. So the first thing is that we look for connection. As we said, connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, connection with one another, connection with ourselves, that we use this time for reflection. We use this seclusion, you know, subhanAllah, for uh, Ibn Taymiyyah said a beautiful thing, said, you know, my, my garden is in my heart. You know, even if I was secluded and even if I was behind walls, my garden is in my heart, meaning that, you know, I have this inner tranquility and peace with what Allah has decreed. So seek connection and realize that you're not alone and realize that people are, uh, in a similar situation, so connect with, with people through telephone, through online, safely use online platforms that are safe, uh, pick up the phone, speak to people. He, you know, it's important also not just to do things through text, but to listen to each other, you know, using our voices, you know, human voices that Allah has given us, because we will feel different if we speak to our father, or our mother on the phone, or someone who we love or care for, and we hear their voice, we hear, you know, they might make us laugh, they might comfort us, they might uh, tell us, you know, they're making dua for us. So speaking to one another through the phone and through online uh, platforms, that will be really helpful. So that's the first thing, that's connection. Second one is having a sense of perspective. So that sense of perspective. Yes, sir, you were talking about sense of perspective? Okay. Yes, so the second, so we talked about connection the first, uh, the first instance, and then the second one is about sense of perspective. So a sense of perspective will help us to Look at our problem and see the problem for what for what it is instead of magnifying it or taking it out of proportion. And subhanAllah, we should always use the hadith of the Prophet that narrated by Sahib Rumi Muslim. The Prophet said, It is amazing the affairs of the believer. If he is or she is given or tested by calamity, they will be patient and that's better for them. And that's, imagine when someone goes through hardship, if they show patience, that would be better for them. Mm -hmm. They might see the rewards in this dunya or inshallah in the hereafter. And then he said, oh, if they are given glad tidings, goodness, they show shukr. So it is better for them and that's only for the believers. So whatever we go through, we show sabr, we show shukr. As Ibn al-Qayyim said, you know, iman, sabr and shukr. So how do you demonstrate patience and gratitude? Develop an attitude of patience and attitude of gratitude, inshallah. And then number three yeah. is to realize our sense of purpose. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us on this earth for one particular purpose. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسِ إِلَّا لِعْبُونَ Indeed, I have created jinn 
and mankind except to worship. So are we fulfilling our obligations, even at these times difficult lockdown and, and isolation? This is a wonderful opportunity. How many times, Sister Kathleen, we complain, all of us, you know, we don't have time. Mm. And we don't have the time to read the Quran. We don't have time to pray on time. We don't have to pray time to spend with our families, to love our children, to give them the time they deserve, to read the Quran with them, to do studying with them, to subhanAllah. What a wonderful opportunity to use it to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to our families and to connect with Allah, to connect with one another, to use it in a time that is going to be productive. So when we look back, subhanAllah, your son or daughter might say, do you remember mom or dad that I learned so much of the Quran during that difficult time where we went through in night? in 2020. And you will look on that and you say, Alhamdulillah, how I used my time effectively and productively. So this is our things that will help us, inshallah. So connection, we said, is really important to have a good sense of perspective and to realize our sense of purpose. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from those who listen and understand. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the wisdom to get out of these difficulty. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us patience that we endure and we go through this difficulty with ease, inshallah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give ease and to lift this cloud from humanity. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give healing to those who are sick and to have mercy upon those who have passed away. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant all of us, our families and the rest of humanity protection from this disease. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to lift it from us and to grant us times, inshallah, which will be full of joy for all of us, inshallah, and full of connection and full of health, inshallah, for everyone. Amen, amen, amen. And with all that lovely du'a, I'm afraid we've come to the end of the show. So, inshallah, our listeners will take board all that beautiful du'a you've done. Jazakallah khairan, brother. May Allah bless Jazakla you and support you, inshallah. And you, and you. And you. Our listeners, keep, everybody, please keep healthy and safe until next week, inshallah. And we have another parenting hour show. And look after yourselves, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum.